Good evening, and welcome, All That Matters listeners. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to connect with me here on our weekly All That Matters talk show, where our brand concept for each broadcast is to interview and discuss relevant topics focusing on our recently established Blink Strategic Pillars. The Blink Strategic Pillars are business, legal matters, education, nonprofit, technology, and or healthcare. We are thankful our invited special guests are always committed to sharing great insight, resources, answers, tips, and or strategies to help empower individuals and organizations seeking to cope and or sustain ourselves, especially in the season of new normalcy. So today, I am honored to welcome back by popular demand, my very special guest, Eva Melton, a life strategist and spiritual practitioner who is on a mission to help motivate individuals like you and me overcome the barriers obstructing our pathways to finding meaning and a deeper sense of fulfillment in life. In short, Miss Eva is here today to help us find our individual purpose. Did I also mention that she is founder and, of course, senior pastor and Foundations Church in Birmingham, Alabama, and the amazing author of the widely acclaimed motivational book entitled Breadcrumbs to Purpose and my favorite title, Life Coach. So without any delay, Miss Eva, how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing well, doing well. So, so awesome to share space with you today. Wow. I think... The awesomeness comes on my end. I had to take a deep (laughs) breath, get myself to a place where I can receive everything because I'm so honored to be with you as well. And although I have learned a little bit about you because I've read your book, I'm going to say five times. You can count five, maybe more, but I keep going back and underlining. So to make sure that our guests can appreciate who's before us today, would you take a moment and just please share a little bit about your background so that they too feel the love? Awesome. Happy to do that. I am Eva Melton, a life coach and an author. As she said, I'm the author of Breadcrumbs to Purpose, which is which is a book that was birthed last year in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. I am, I hail from Alabama, born, raised in Alabama, have lived in Atlanta and in Cleveland and came back to Alabama about six or seven years ago. Um, I'm a daddy's girl. I um, live in Hoover, Alabama, and I just enjoy helping people find their way, find their purpose and cultivate that purpose so that they can manifest it in their lives. Mm, See y'all, I'm telling you, you might want to get a pen out, get ready, because (laughs) there has been a reason for me reading this book five times. It's a small book. It's one that you just really don't want to put down each time you say, okay, I'm going to read a little bit more. But before we go any farther, let me back up for a minute. You're from Alabama? I am. I am. I am. The first part of my life, elementary and middle school was in Selma, Alabama. And I went to high school in Birmingham, Alabama. And I went to college. uh, Well, started off at Stillman College in Tuscaloosa and finished at the University of Alabama. So I've spent a great deal of my life in Alabama. And I I love Alabama. Y'all, she said she loves Alabama. (laughs) I'll let you have that one. So what is it that you love so much about Alabama? It's a slower pace. You know, like I said, I lived in Atlanta in my 20s, also in Cleveland, Ohio. It's a slower pace. And 
you know, um, while I had fun living in Atlanta and living in Cleveland, it feels like a hometown space for me. I am a hometown girl. Um, doesn't take a lot for me. And, and Birmingham just just has what I need um, to live. And, and, you know, we have an airport here. I can get to wherever I need to go. So I love it and not having to spend a lot of time in traffic at work in the morning and being able to connect across Alabama to just hometown, hometown feel, hometown people. So that's what I love the most. Wow. Let me ask you this. Now I'm probably going to get in trouble for this one, but okay. you have other siblings. Yes. I tell my brothers, I'm a daddy's girl because I only had brothers. How did that come? How do they accept the fact that you're a daddy's girl with other siblings? <laughs> Well, I think, I think, you know, we're all, you know, to my dad, he loves us all the same. I call myself a daddy's girl just because, you know, I just spent so much time around him before I even went to elementary school and, um, being a pastor, he is also a pastor. So there are some things that I have been able to see and to be around in ways that he's been able to coach me and mentor me as my father as well. Um, that they may not have had, but I think he loves us all the same. But I just love to say that I'm a daddy's girl. Um, I look up to him a lot. And I think all of us really do. Now say all of us, how many siblings are there? Uh, it's I have a total of six siblings, five brothers and a sister. Wow. I'm so jealous. The fact <laughs> that you have a sister, y'all, let me just let you know the way I met Miss Milton here is because her sister has actually served as my attorney throughout the time when my son was murdered. And I know you probably can hear the smile on my face because when I think back to where I was at that time, I just need you to know your sister has been a blessing and still is a blessing in my life. So the fact that you say that you're daddy's girl, I'll let you have it. But if she said to me that she was daddy's girl, I'd believe, no, I'm kidding. It wouldn't <laughs> matter. The both of you are just phenomenal, surrounded by brothers. I mean, a big family, hats off, kudos to you. Is everybody still doing as well as you and your sister? Yes, my siblings are are very, very blessed. Um, and sometimes it's like a dream. I, I realize I've never really had to look far for mentors or far for sheroes and heroes. My siblings are, you know, how I feel about my dad and my mom. I feel the same way about my siblings. Like they are some amazing, amazing people. And um they excel at whatever they do. You know, we each have our own flavor, our own purpose, but they all excel at what they do. And so I'm very blessed to have grown up in a house, to have big brothers and big sister who are just phenomenal people. Yeah, I can imagine. I closed my eyes while you were talking and I thought, man, what was that like? I mean, it was three of us. And I have to admit, I got on my own nerves. So, but I'm a daddy's girl. I'm a daddy's girl. Let's just go back there. The, the important thing is I'm a self-appointed daddy's girl. He's no longer with us, but like you, my dad was very instrumental in helping me to find my purpose. And so I'm excited today that we're talking about purpose and all that you bring to the conversation, your background. I can already see where this is going, but just for the sake of the listeners, Let's start off by defining purpose. I think we use that term so loosely. Can we start there? How do you define purpose? I define purpose as simply our gift to the world, that thing that God put inside of us that we are meant to bless the world with. Very simple definition, a lot behind it, but it's simply the gift that's in us that we're supposed to unwrap and give to the world. Ooh, Webster needs to hear that. I- <laughs> 
footnote that one, um, APA citation. I, I'm going to be using that, our gift to the world. I like it. Oh. You know, it's strange that when you say your gift, I can hear your smile. I can hear your purpose. It's just permeating. I, I just must admit that. But what's interesting for me, a lot of times people will say, you know, what's your purpose? Or what are you working on? Or what? why are you how do you know that that would be a question for those that are listening? I heard you. I can hear you saying, how do you know what your purpose is? Well, um, you can answer. I can answer that question in two ways. So how do you know? I think when you find it, there's a sense of calm and peace and just a knowingness that you probably have never had in any other area of life. It just fits. But I think, you know, my main point in my book is that we have breadcrumbs that our purpose is on the inside of us, but um, that seed of purpose is in us, but there are breadcrumbs that get dropped along the way in our life to lead us back home like Hansel and Gretel. And so um, that that's how I, that's how I believe we find our purpose. And for me, it's uh, three different things in our life, our passions, our gifts, and our life events. And I feel happy to elaborate on either uh, if you want me to. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But before we even go there, okay. I think before we take our first break, I like those three, those three elements. Oh, that's juicy. We're <laughs> going to come back to those. Let us know or tell us if you can, how did you come up with the, the book title? Brett okay. <laughs> I think that's just something we need to know. Yes. So I was breadcrumbs to purpose. This book was originally a sermon series in January of 2020 before COVID uh, hit Alabama, hit the area before we shut down. God had me to focus on purpose when we first started 2020. And the, the third sermon of that series was breadcrumbs to purpose. And when, that particular sermon, the congregation kind of leaned forward um, on the edge of their seats during the sermon because it helped them really understand. And so when I started working with the book, my writing coach said to me, um, this was originally the third chapter of the book. The book was originally titled uh, Living on Purpose. And he came to me and he said, Eva, I think the title you have for your third chapter should be the title of your book because it's going to set you apart. You can Google living on purpose and come across a lot of different books, but your book is different. And breadcrumbs to purpose is something that's unique. And those who know the Hansel and Gretel story will get it without you even having to explain it. And with the right imagery, that book cover will come alive. And that's how, that's how we got there. Oh my goodness. Now <laughs> I know the secret. I'm trying to write a book. So maybe my, my new topic is going to be unleashed. But before we go a step further, I do want you to come back and I'd love for you to break down. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, there's seven chapters. Each one of them is equally as enticing and it's going to leave you on the edge of your seat. But when we take this break, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, grab a pen. I'm going to tell you, you're going to want to know how to reach her how to get a hold of a copy of the book, because if you're like me, you're going to buy one for yourself and one for somebody else because you won't be able to loan yours out to anybody else. So we're going to take our quick break and we're going to come right back. If you don't mind, Miss Eva, telling us about those chapters, maybe breaking them down. You don't have to tell us the whole story, but giving us an overview. Would that be okay? That'll be perfectly fine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get your pens, get your paper, and we will be right back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. 
we're back. And if you're smart, like I hope you, I know you are, you've got your pen and your paper because Miss Eva, our life coach is aboard and she is about to share with us excerpts from the book, Breadcrumbs to Purpose, Discovering Who You Are and Why You Are Here. So if you will, Miss Eva, would you take it away from here? I will. I will. And just to remind everybody that this book is entitled Breadcrumbs to Purpose. And if you remember Hansel and Gretel, there's a childhood story that just kind of goes across several generations about Hansel and Gretel. And these kids, as they're going out into the forest, they drop breadcrumbs or food along the way. So if by chance they got lost, they had something to lead them back outside of the forest home. Um, And that's how I believe purpose is for us, that God has placed everything in us. Um, The the seed has everything that a tree will already be on the inside of it, but it has to be watered and cultivated in order for it to manifest fully as what it's supposed to be. And I believe that to be the same about our purpose. And so in the book, I want to read you an excerpt from page 28, chapter three of the book, the beginning of chapter three. And it says, it is the creator's desire that every single creation operates in its purpose. The divine is open and available to reveal that purpose to us so that the overarching plan and purposes of God may may be manifested in our lives in this lifetime. And so these breadcrumbs that I talk about in the book, the first one being life events, those major life events that happen in our life sometimes good, sometimes bad, but they stand out to us as major milestones in our life. Now, in the book, I talk about my life event that kind of got me on the path to my purpose of guiding others in spiritually and inspiring others to get on their path towards their purpose. I had a vision, an open vision, my last year in college on campus of the University of Alabama. It was a life-changing event. It changed the trajectory of my entire life. And that is how I ended up going to seminary Um, So other people have different life events. For some, it's the birth of their child. For some, it's a certain career choice that they made that gets them on track. For others, it could be something like the dark night of the soul. Um, Often when people go through very traumatic experiences, um, dark moments, uh, for me, I went through that with my divorce, but it caused me to lean in closer to God, to hear what God was saying at that time. And it kind of kept me on track of knowing that I was headed in the right direction, even though I had gotten sidetracked a little. And so that's about life events. And so I can go on and talk about passions and gifts if you want me to, or is there a particular question that you want to ask about life events? The fact that you started at chapter three, I think that was probably one of my favorite chapters. (laughs) It really laid the foundation for me Although I'm here on the show and I've mentioned to others, but a lot of people don't know, I've never been trained to be a talk show host. And what I love most about it is when I'm in this moment with my speakers, my guests, I feel like I'm in a slice of heaven. You do the talking, I'm learning, I'm listening. I have to remind myself not to be too silent, but the fact that you're teaching me. And so I must admit, chapter three was probably my favorite chapter. Just letting you know, but Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to go ahead and share what other chapters do you think for those that haven't purchased their book yet? And I know I'm going to give you guys, I know you're waiting. She's going to tell you where to go get it. But at the same (laughs) token, what chapters outside of three would you suggest are, are your favorite chapters? 
Well, I'll tell you my favorite chapter is chapter five. Ooh. And uh, my writing coach calls it the gospel according to Shirley Murdoch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. My writing coach is Dr. Kirk Byron Jones for anyone who may be questioning who that is. But uh, chapter five is entitled As We Lay, Purpose, Sexuality, and Partners. And the main premise of the chapter is helping us to understand that it matters who we engage with intimately um, and that our intimate relationships do have the potential, can have the power and the potential to take us off track and to have uh, putting out energy in the wrong direction that could be directed towards our purpose. And so I just talk about, you know, choosing the right partners. Um, I'm not big. This chapter is not about sex or no sex, you know, heaven or hell. This chapter is really about if you're going to choose a partner, you need to know how to choose a partner. And it needs to be somebody who is aligned with you spiritually and who operates from principles, the same type of principles that you do. Or it can turn into a relationship that takes you down a path that you spend a lot of time in your life trying to unwind yourself from. And so chapter five, that is my favorite chapter because I honestly believe, I I look back and I think I wish somebody had told me this in my early 20s. Okay. So now we've got some people that listen in their early 20s. And we've got people that are a little bit more seasoned who feel like, well, wait a minute, what happens if you've already chosen that partner and you didn't read chapter five now what talk to us (laughs) (laughs) well well if you've already chosen that partner it depends on what that relational choosing is is that just a partner that's in your life or if you've chosen a life partner in for per se if it's a marriage um it depends on all of those things that are happening in your life and what i would tell people who are married is um This is not an excuse to get out of a marriage um, that you really need to begin to focus more on your connection to source. And when I say your connection to source, your connection to God and really begin to talk to God about what you're seeing in that relationship, because some some relationships do, I feel like in time, go in opposite directions. But I believe anything that was once truly there can always be gotten back. That's what I believe. And so that's why I tend to tell people to lean into their source. Now, in the case of you're being abused, Um, In some way, physically, verbally, financially, that's a whole different conversation. But this chapter was really written. I was thinking about those that were uh, had not chosen a partner, uh, a life partner yet, but they were perhaps dating. And sometimes we take more chances when we feel like, okay, well, you know, this today's generation or today's culture is kind of like, well, just because I'm in a relationship with you, I may not be thinking about marriage. And so sometimes we just don't give it the attention that it needs. But anybody that we choose to be in a intimate, close relationship with, we really need to think about where are they headed in life? Because we are taking on their energy and they are taking on ours. And if their energy is of a lower frequency, or I would say a lower vibration or something that's not properly aligned with God, that energy can pull us depending on uh, the assertiveness of that person in our life, that energy can pull us off track. And that is something I really want uh, those who have who are out here trying to choose partners to really understand and know it's beyond um, looks, it is beyond money, but the energy and the spiritual principles that the people we are choosing, um, what they guide their life by really does matter to us. 
I can tell it matters to you. And I'm glad you're bringing that out because oftentimes I think when we're trying to identify our purpose, we look for excuses. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. And I must say, I've been, I wouldn't say I was straddling the fence, but I've been trying to write my book. And yeah, as yeah. I've been trying to write it, I wouldn't say that I stopped writing it. I just kind of got stuck. Mm-hmm. And when I read your book, oh my goodness, it was like medicine that was ordered with my name on it. And if you're like me, ladies and gentlemen, and you're not really, really sure how to jumpstart from where you are, I encourage you to please, I'm almost begging you to please pick up, procure, get, however you need, don't steal, but get your copy of Breadcrumbs to Purpose. And so if you don't mind, tell us how we can get a copy if we're just already interested in what you've talked about. Okay. So there's two ways to get a copy right now. The easiest way is to go to Amazon, um, look up breadcrumbs to purpose or look up Eva Melton. You can order it on Kindle or on paperback, but you can also go to my website, evamelton.com and click books at the top on the menu or scroll down. When you get to the homepage, click the book that you see, and you can order it directly from my website. So Amazon is not involved in that in any way. I know I love to give people, a lot of people came to me after I released the book that said, Hey, I don't do Amazon. So I had to find another way. And so I put it on my page. And if you ordered it from, order it from my website, I will personally autograph it and put it in the mail to you in within three days. Okay. So I'm guilty y'all. I'm going to have to order a second copy. I've been trying to decide how to get my mom her own copy. I'm going to give her the one that I've been writing in so I can have my own autographed copy. So yes, yes, yes. I'm looking to get my own copy. So I appreciate you for sharing that with us, but we've got to take another break. And I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, I know this conversation is getting very, very rich. And so we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, if you'll stay with us, hopefully Miss Eva can talk to us about how to walk us through maybe identifying or tracking our own breadcrumbs and possibly giving us some strategies to implement how we can detect those barriers to our very own purpose. So if you will, take that break with us and we will be right back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I promised you, as my grandmother would say, it just gets gooder and gooder and gooder. Your hanging out with me today has been intentional on both our parts. And so Ms. Eva, I am asking you, we are in this pandemic. I'm setting this up because I believe we've got to, as one of your chapters say, live until we die. Yes. And I think rather you know it or not, I think it's a chapter that was written for the time in which we're in. We're experiencing new norms. So if you will, can you maybe talk about that chapter, maybe take us through how to identify and track our breadcrumbs. And last but not least, of course, how to implement ways to detect those barriers that keep us from our purpose. Is that too much to ask? Not too much to ask. You may have to come back and remind me what you asked me to do, but I want to talk about um, living till you die. Um, Again, I've said that this book was birthed out of 2020. Um, started as a sermon series. And so on January 26, 2020, I preached live until you die. And it is talking about in the book of Acts, it talks about how David lived um, out the purposes of God for his life until he died. And a few hours after we left the sanctuary, uh, I was at my friend's house apartment and looked on the news 
And we found out about the death of Kobe Bryant and his beautiful daughter. And Live Until You Die, that sermon had a whole new meaning for me. Um, me being, I'm 39 years old right now. So around then I was probably about 37. And sometimes we take for granted um, the amount of time that we are allotted in this life and the amount of time that other people are allotted in our lives. And I think one thing that the pandemic has taught us is that there are people who have been impacted. All of us have been impacted in some capacity by this pandemic, but there are some people that we thought would be here with us right? Um, way longer than they, than they uh, have been because of COVID. And I think times like this make us lean in more to God and lean in more and make us know and realize that there's so much more to this life than just day by day, what we getting up and just going to work and not being intentional about life. But I think we ought to really be intentional about life and intentional about living and that we ought to live until we die. And when I say live until we die, I mean, live out your purpose, live out your call, be intentional until your very last day, not just get up and go through the monotony of life and day after day, the same rhythm. But at some point we have to break this cycle of continuously just living and begin to live on purpose and begin to manifest that purpose in our life. And I believe truly that is what gives our life true meaning, true meaning, living and manifesting purpose in our lives. And I believe there's a difference between us knowing that we have a purpose, okay? It's one thing to say, I know I have a purpose. It's another thing to say, I know what my purpose is. And then the, there's another thing to say that I am manifesting purpose in my life and I am living my life on purpose. And that is what I really want people to get from this book, to walk through that Knowing I have a purpose, yes, you do have a purpose. Somebody listening is questioning where they, whether they have a purpose. And when I say you have a purpose, what I'm saying is that you are not random, that God created you with purpose in mind. The next step I need you to take is to say, you know what, I want to find out what my purpose is. And that book help, helps you do that. And so in the book, we talk about our breadcrumbs to purpose being our passion, our gifts, and our life events. We've already talked about life events but I want to talk a little bit about our gifts and why it's so important for us to have accountability partners. Our gifts are those things, those things that come so easily to us that we may not even recognize that they are a gift for us. And that's why it's so important for us to have accountability partners, people that we can speak to to hold us accountable, but also that can see the blind spots in our lives and the things in our lives that we do so well that we don't even realize that it is a gift for us and we see others may not have that gift come across so easily. And so I always tell people that get this book, you need to get you an accountability partner to work through some of these exercises with you so that you can see the things, somebody can see the things that you don't see. And so in driving, we call that a blind spot. And so your accountability partner can help you with that. And the last breadcrumb I just want to mention is our passions, our passions. What do you get excited about? What things do you see on the news that upset you? What do you want to see changed in the world? Our passions are a good indicator of the things and the issues in this world that God has created us at this and placed us here at this moment in history to help solve or help come up with strategies around to alleviate or uh, certain people groups that we're supposed to help in our lifetime. And so we began to tie those three things together, our life events, 
our passions and our gifts and see where they start to overlap, we will be really on target with our purpose. And so there you have it. You package that up all too well. Our life events, our passion and our gifts. Yes. Is it easy to get confused about what our gifts are? And I say that because oftentimes people say, you're good at this, you're good at that. But just because others are saying these are things we're good at, does it make it our gift? I mean, I'm passionate about it, but is it really my gift or is it somebody trying to put their gift on me? Well, a good indicator about our gifts is uh, gifts are things that God has given us um, to help us carry out our purpose and our passions. And sometimes we may get people say something that that's good for you and we do it and we don't feel good about it. Well, if you're gifted in something, let me tell you, there's a certain level of passion that comes along with it. There's a certain level of wanting to know know more. How can I get get better at it? And to other people, you're just as best as you're going to ever get, but you want to know more about it. And so there's a certain vibe that comes along when we're operating in our gifts. And it's kind of like magnetic as well, because we begin to draw people, right? When we operate in our gifts, because God gave us that gift to meet a certain need in the world. And everybody doesn't, we may find people who have similar gifts, but everybody doesn't have, like you can go in a classroom and you could be the only person with a certain type of gift. And um, like for me, a lot of people, you couldn't have told me at the age of 17 that I would be speaking and not just preaching the gospel, but actually speaking to speaking, public speaking. Um, You can have told me that, The introverted side of me would have liked to have denounced that, but it's something when I do it, I light up and other people light up because of it. And that's a good sign that I'm in the area of my gift. And um, when I begin to see how that individual gift I have impacts a collective, not just myself, but impacts a collective in a positive way, we're onto something. We're truly onto something. You know, I appreciate that I, I was sharing with you during the break, and I just want to let people know, just for those of you that are just now riding with us, guys, this idea of being a talk show host, trust you and believe me, <laughs> it was a dream. It was something I literally prayed for. I said, one day when I grow up, I want to be a leader, but I didn't necessarily mean I wanted to just show people how. I wanted to position myself so that people could use me as a stepping stone. Mm. And I really believe this show is my passion. I I get, I light up when I have the opportunity to talk to someone, especially like yourself and many other guests that have come on. It's hard not to take over. Trust me when I say this, being a talk show host, I'm not to do all the talking, but everything you're saying It is so relevant, especially this day and time. And I just need it to echo. You're on to something. These breadcrumbs to my purpose. (laughs) You better stop the press. And so when you get here, ladies and gentlemen, when you've got your own copy, I promise you, you're going to thank me because the way the book is set up, help me understand the workbook exercises. I mean, they're just so right in place. When you're done, it's like going to school and you learn how to do something, but you don't have anybody to make sure you're doing it right. Two things, accountability partner. How do I select? And then when I'm doing this exercise, should I read and do it with the accountability partner or do it and then call them at a later time? 
Okay. So as far as the book, uh, I answered the part about the accountability partner and doing the exercises. I think you should do it first and then go find your accountability partner and talk about the questions with them and see where you guys overlap or where you differ or the things that they mentioned that you may have missed that are passions about you or gifts that they've seen in you. Um, Because I, I just feel like that's helpful for us to have somebody else to affirm those things in us or to remind us of things that we've forgotten about that we're passionate or gifted at. But choosing an accountability partner, you know, one of the things I say, accountability partners really come natural. Many times they're already in our lives. And I like to use it differently than a mentor. Sometimes our mentors can be accountability partners, but sometimes our very best friends will know more about us, honestly, than a mentor will, right? Because sometimes we put that mentor role um, on such high status that mentor never really gets to see the fullness of who we are, even in our bad moments and in our good moments. But accountability partner, I would say who um, questions you or ask you or notes or point out to you when you've gotten off your path or ask questions of you like, are you sure you want to do that? Um, What is the impact of that? on the rest of your life. Like they have a good understanding of the rest of your life. So if you're a mom um, and you're looking for accountability partner, there needs to be somebody who understands what it means to be a mom. Like certain decisions can't be made willy nilly, right? But they're willing to ask the questions of you in a non-threatening way. We should not be afraid of our accountability partner, how they're gonna respond. It needs to be a person that we can be totally honest with. An accountability partner, the other thing I would say is that we feel safe with them. Even when they challenge us to do better, even when they point out something that we may say, they give us feedback, it's constructive feedback and not something that's coming off so negatively, but we feel safe that we can take their feedback and go apply it to our lives. And that's how I choose my accountability partners. I have different accountability partners for different parts of my life. When it came to writing this book, my first accountability partner was my writing coach, Dr. Kurt Byron Jones. My second accountability partner was my sister. She was reading every chapter as I wrote them and giving giving me feedback, but also that having somebody that know knew that I was working on a book besides my writing coach, I knew that there was somebody that was praying for me and that when she got the chapters that she would give me honest feedback. And because she was in a different field than me, she's an attorney, her feedback may encompass something that I would never think about because I'm not an attorney and I'm also not a mother. And so that's how I feel about accountability partners. They should bring something to the table that we we possibly are, are missing. Awesome, man. That's a good place to break. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I want to be apologetic here. We have to take another final break. And when we come back, I am going to ask our life coach, Miss Eva Milton, to try and put a bow on what we've talked about. We've talked about so much, but we'll come back and remind those that didn't get it to write down where you can get the book. So we're going to pause right here for the cause and we will be right back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to that time in the, in the broadcast where we've got to try and put a bow on this, this rich conversation here with our amazing guest, life coach, Eva Melton. So before we even do that, somebody just joined us. So if you'll take a moment, Miss Eva, and tell the people how to, A, get their book, how to reach you, but more importantly, how to get their autograph copy. Can you do that? Awesome. Awesome. So you can get breadcrumbs to purpose in two ways. The first option is on Amazon. On Amazon, you can get a Kindle version and a paperback version. 
So go to Amazon.com as you would and type in breadcrumbs to purpose or search for Eva, E-V-A, Melton, M-E-L-T-O-N, and I will come up and you can purchase it there and it'll get a ship right to your house or you can get the Kindle version right on your device at that moment. The second way is to go to my website, Eva Melton dot com and click books and you can order a book there as well um the book if you order it from my website i promise to autograph it and send it out to you within three days so those are the two options where you can find the book and you can find out more about me how to contact me and my coaching services as well on my website at evamelton.com and see we didn't even get into all of your coaching services but i would imagine that's one-on-one right it's not just a you sit in this chair and, and I'm going to take you through the nine steps of how to get purpose. It's, no, no, it, it, it's, it's one-on-one and it is all we, we go under every rock of your life to not only help you find your purpose, but we get a path ahead. How will you be able to manifest that purpose? And we'll also go through some spiritual principles and some spiritual techniques to apply along the way to help strengthen your faith. Cause a lot of times we can have purpose, but manifesting it is a different thing because we may not be where we need to be on a faith level to even manifest that purpose in our lives. And so that's a part of the work, the spiritual work that happens in my coaching that makes me different from just a life coach. Awesome. Awesome. So just so that we can try and bring some type of closure to our rich conversation, let's just, can we agree that we all have a purpose? Yes, we all have a purpose. Every person that's listening right now, you have a purpose that has been deposited and packaged within you and you don't have to search all over the world. Uh, like the cartoon character, Dora the Explorer, you don't have to do that. that. That purpose is buried inside of you. There's a treasure on the inside of you that God has left for you to find. Cool beans. I know I shouldn't say that. I don't think that's appropriate for this conversation, but nevertheless, My point is somebody probably just chimed in when you gave out how to get the book, Mm -hmm. but they have no idea of some nuggets that are nestled in this amazing book. Mm -hmm. So in order to get them a quick study, if you were the cliff notes, (laughs) that's what I would call them. What would be the points that you want our listeners to take with us as we propel into locating, determining, defining our journey of purpose? Yeah, I think it's no better time than right now, 2021, in the middle of a rapidly changing pandemic for all of us to acknowledge that God has given us a purpose. And I think times like this help us look for a deeper meaning in life. And our life really begins when we understand our individual purpose. Purpose is foundational for living a life fully surrendered to God because God created us and placed us here, um, not just randomly, but we were placed here for this specific moment in history and that um, there is something that we are supposed to give to the world. And we can find those breadcrumbs in our life that, that lead us towards our purpose, lead us on the path, Um, to our purpose. And those breadcrumbs are life events, passions, and our gifts. And God has given us those things in order to bless the world. And like I said, it's one thing for us to know that I have a purpose. It's another for us to know what that purpose is. And there is another to manifest that purpose. And sometimes um, we have barriers that are in our lives that are internal and external to us 
that um, keep us from manifesting that purpose in our lives. And so this book allows us to help look at all areas of our lives and with one goal in mind to bring us into alignment with our divinely assigned purpose. I want to be clear that our purpose is divinely assigned and that we are not random. And the moment us being here in 2021 is not by chance and that you all that are listening to my voice know and understand that you have a purpose and that God gave it to you and it is within you. And every day by day by day, it can be revealed to you if you would take time to just listen to your soul, listen to your spirit and and look at the things that are already evident in your life that God has placed you around. Um, He's giving you something to bless this world with. And it is my desire. It makes me happy when I see people operate in their purpose. You've gotten me inspired. And I know somebody's wondering, and I just want to go ahead and address the elephant in the room. If I'm not a believer, which I am, let's just go ahead and put the fact out there. But if I'm not a believer, do I too have purpose? Yes, we all of us, all of us have a purpose. Um, God created God uh, uniquely designed each of us. We all have value. We all have worth. And, you know, even though a person may not be a believer, they do need to understand and have some understanding that God created them, you know, and so uh, that you were just not just randomly manifested. And that ought to give you more meaning to life. And, and, And the greatest meaning of life is purpose, which ultimately connects us back to God. I appreciate you because I know if nothing else, I've learned that we're all uniquely made and because we're uniquely made, we're individuals. And I applaud you for taking on a topic that it's almost like music. We all have purpose, like it or not, we all either have heard, listened to, or love music. This is kind of what your book puts me in the mind of. I think I read on the back where you said breadcrumbs to purpose unleashes wisdom that will propel your journey. Get your breadcrumbs to purpose. That's all I can tell you because what I love about it, Miss Eva, it is such an easy read. Was that intentional or you just knew that I was going to get a copy and you needed me to read it and it needed to be quick? So it's intentional because um, I'm a reader. I grew up reading a lot of books and my dad got me and I have a lot of books. And I, I really feel like within the first two chapters of the book, I really need to know where we're headed. And so if chapters are really, really long, I don't know. I, I can set a book down. And so I want people to have something that can help get them because this book was all about actually taking steps, not just knowing about purpose, but they could have things that could just guide them. I've read so many books about purpose, but nobody's trying to tell you how to get it. They're just talking about you have it, you have it, you have it. I wanted a person to pick up something and be able to work through it and not get bored by just a lot of extra language. I wanted to give real life accounts from my life and be relevant, but then just give them what they need and so that they could be about purpose, not just read about it. Well, you have done a phenomenal job. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you one more opportunity. I'm going to have her spell her website because if you're like me, phonetics is not always a comfortable area. So if you will spell the website to reach you, so that way we will know we're on the right and we won't grab an A for an E or vice versa. So if you will tell us the website once again. Okay. So it's evamelton.com, E-V-A, 
M-E-L-T-O-N.com. Tell you everything about me. Ooh, and it's it's good, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thankful that you took time out of your busy schedule. I mean, I'm just a little old person and not to devalue myself, but people of your statue that are just empowering people all around the world. It's so easy to get caught up, but you let your purpose lead you to me. You, you allowed me to get to know you. So I hope people will connect with you. Do you have social media, Instagram? Yes, yes. And I'll say that I'm, I'm excited and elated to share space with you and your listeners. I'm on Facebook. Um, you can just look up Eva Melton and one of my profiles or my fan page will come up. I'm on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel where I interview people as well about purpose and about life. And I am also on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram as Unleashed with Eva, or you can just look up Eva Melton. And on Twitter, you can just look up Eva Melton, but I'm active on most social media under Eva Melton. And I would love to hear from you, would love to interact with you. Um, And if you're out there, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. All right. Well, I have to ask one final question because I do have some seasoned listeners. Okay. Am I too seasoned or is there such a thing as being too seasoned to find my purpose later in life? No, not at all. It's never too late. I believe up until the day that we die, that God has something um, that we're supposed to give the world. Every day that we open our eyes, there's something for us to do here. And you can find your purpose. doesn't matter how young or old you are. Sometimes young people ask that question, thinking that they're too young to know. It's never too late or never too early to start asking God why God placed you here. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We've come to that point in the show where I have to just go ahead and start dimming the lights. But before I do that, I want to thank you personally for hanging out with us today. I hope you'll continue to join me and bring others every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more informative episodes of All That Matters talk shows. Please remember to visit our website at igmainc.org. Once again, that's igmainc.org to learn more about our nonprofit offerings please feel free to email us topics at admin at igmainc.org because I know sometimes you figure, well, what, when are they going to talk about something I want to know more about? Here's your chance. Email us, or you can even call me 770-422-4048. And finally, be sure to check out all of the other exciting radio personalities, especially our DJ Jazzy for an eclectic listening experience every weekend here on Artistic Throttle Radio. So until next Saturday at 5 p.m., stay healthy and safe. And remember, what we value at IGMA Inc. is all that matters to you. Good night.